0: You could probably have like hot beans.
1: I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. And it's time for episode number one nine zero of Video Games Hot Dog, wow. a podcast that we do. That's a lot of
0: zero zero. <laughs> yeah, it
1: is it's a lot more zeros than many numbers have. Yeah. <laughs> we are this is the probably What's the, the best second thing about one nine zero. Uh, there's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is the second um, to last episode? Really? No, this is the second to last episode that will be recorded in this jank cave. Uh, really? That is the Arizona studio. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Riff, Riff's off to Portland. Riff's going to be coming at us directly from Gary Butterfield's basement. That's right. He's moving there to oh. be Gary Butterfield's basement sex slave. <laughs> wow.
0: Surprise, Gary.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> weird. Um. <laughs>
2: So usually it's the slave that gets surprised. That's that's a good switch. That's, is that what,
3: what's
1: the term for that? Subbi- yeah, subbing like, from the top flipping, flipping the script. This <laughs> is some Lando Calrissian shit. Lobot is his slave. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just
2: going to move the exciting studio stuff over to a different building. Also, and yeah, uh, to right? my house, yeah.
1: it'll it'll be it'll be in the Lego room where uh, apparently Advice Hot Dog is coming back. We've decided that's crazy. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how so to I've feel got... about that figure out how to get a second microphone in there. I know I'm happy and you were also probably happy that there were 69 episodes of Advice Hot Dog and then we stopped. (laughs) What do you mean you don't know how to feel about it? Are you jelly?
2: Well, I mean, I'm just worried that it's going to like, we're going to get our taste back for it and then it'll be another six months before another Uh, episode mm. comes out.
1: No, I think a few will come out and then, you know what we might do is we might record while I'm here, release them. We'll record one a week, release them every two weeks. Kevin is rotating an invisible sand timer. I am. Okay. Have you learned anything?
2: Uh, well, I was able to make time go much faster by you regularly rotating. waiting for you to finish talking.
1: Zach, are you testing the viability? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I can't. Normally, normally, I'm right there in the room with you when you start going. Come on, come on, come on. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Doing the throat cutting motion. Like, <laughs> oh fuck! Are you gonna murder me if I don't stop talking? <laughs> Guys, we narrowly escaped being murdered by a Nazi today. Yeah, Yeah, what, what happened? Did he get? Did he get apprehended? He did. He got apprehended like just across Alma School, like significantly less than a mile from where we are at right now. Whoa. Is where all of the murders and all of the arresting of murderers. I'm happened. I'm surprised
0: we didn't today. hear the gunshots from here.
1: Eh, I don't know. They were indoors. Okay. So was so he going house to know.
0: house, just killing people?
1: No, he killed a guy in a hotel. He only killed one guy. Okay. Um, he shot five guys. He wow. shot up a five guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's he, hul- he murder. H- hilarious. He killed someone <laughs> that he knew in a hotel, and then he went to like he went to a restaurant, and that was shot not a, that guy. was not actually a five guys. <laughs> no, it was not. It was a it was a restaurant operated by the East Valley Institute of Technology. Uh, it was just like a like a fake school cafeteria, okay. like a oh, real yeah. cafeteria at a fake school. But w- and but- I think just shot a guy in the process of stealing a car. Wait, he shot someone who was stealing a car. Yeah, it yeah. was like, oh wow, what we 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 both picked today to do crimes. You'd <laughs> think that would make us buddies, but no. In fact, it makes us sworn enemies. Does, wait, so people is, wonder
2: why I'm moving to Portland? Is, wait, is this so? Was he being a vigilante? Like, was, did the first guy also commit
1: no, some sort of crime? No, I, I mean, I think he was just being a neo-Nazi meth head dirt bag is my impression of him from his pictures
3: so I thought you were joking and I thought in the process of stealing a car I thought he meant he shot someone while he was stealing a car yes
1: he was he was that was the it was that was Kevin's Kevin's joke Wait, i was just telling a story that was i true. wait
2: i was not trying to make a joke i i really thought which actually which one actually happened yeah he so we need to give people names
1: he stole a car and then in stealing uh, the car he shot the guy whose car it was maybe or shot okay, a guy who okay. was trying to stop him okay okay you anyway.
2: you went well you went with it so readily a, that i was i was confused a, a story about I, oh, alice and bob
1: you, here I, I sort of yes ended. <laughs> yes alice was the neo-nazi guy right um, he's just mad He's mad that his parents named him that It's like a boy named mm. Sue Except it really backfired It made him tough But like a bad kind of tough Yeah Right Too
0: much feed in his head
1: Anyway um, I mean I have to joke which about it Which was plainly
0: labeled apparently <laughs> Because it's horrifying He yeah. did He
1: has The guy had tattoos On his eyebrows One of which said skin And the other of which said head Wow Which were both accurate labels Oh those would uh, fit his, Those would fit on knuckles too His neck tattoo Did not say neck Oh. Which would have really cemented his theme, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like he was just—I'm really just trying to provide anatomical services. He so, also had the word eight eight, uh, the word eight eight, tattooed on his head, which I initially took to be his birthday, but then I remembered that that's secret Nazi code that ruins numbers. Wait, For so the what? crazy
2: eighty eights are Nazis?
1: Oh, I don't—I don't know who the crazy eighty eights are. Eight is the uh, H is the eighth letter, and so eight eight means Heil, Heil Hitler, Hitler, and so that's a way to put. That's a way to put Heil Hitler on your license plate without them knowing.
3: Ooh. That's not a very good code.
1: It's really not. And but I mean, it's a, you know, it's a shibboleth of the neo-Nazi community, right? Sure. So it fu- it functions.
3: So back to the future. Actually, Nazi propaganda.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everything that happened in that year. Everyone born in that year secretly a Nazi. Wow. wow. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's that's our hilarious. Non video game related news for the day is the murderer in our neighborhood. Hmm. We should get the fuck out of this building.
2: You would think that you'd get some sort of email mm. alert when a murderer like enters your neighborhood. Like an amber mm, alert. or like
0: your phone would make that horrible noise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I got one about a guy who kidnapped a girl the other day, but this is a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Ambergris alert. Oh, man, there's some <laughs> whale bones near you. Oh, you man. Whale That's, barf. Well, yeah, I don't don't know Barf and bones. Same is. thing. Bar- yeah. It's, well, the, it's a whale. It's a cannibal whale that eats whale bones and then barfs. <laughs> oh, like
0: an owl pellet, except bigger.
1: <laughs> yeah, much bigger. It's like a bigger whales eat smaller whales. Mm. You know, it's fish. It's how fish work. It's like the birds and the bees, except with fish. <laughs> so the birds eat the bees, and then they fuck them.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Well, in, in their
3: own stomachs? That's like autofillatio to the extreme.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i only going by what my parents told me when I was very young. <laughs> sure. And yeah. I don't remember a lot of the details.
3: Yeah. Uh, you're a kid. You can't remember these things. What,
1: what have you guys been up to?
3: So there are snacks in the Campo Santo offices. It's
1: true. They just... Left them there. There's a lot of are, them. Yeah. Are they nature boxes? Did they get a bunch of nature boxes? No, they're no, like...
2: No, Jane went to a bachelorette party, I think,
1: and... Oh, God, are c- they all dick-shaped snacks?
2: There are a lot of dick-shaped snacks, <laughs> but they're not like... Not like f- not overtly. Yeah,
1: but, not overtly. Only in the sense that a lot of things are shaped yeah, like sticks. Yeah. they're like, longer than they are, like,
2: <laughs> okay. wide or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, So there's, like, you know, those, those like, uh, unicorn horn-looking lollipops or whatever. Um, yeah, and Ke- Kevin was worried about, he saw there were
3: gummy rings, which are rings that you actually wear on your finger. Well, one can wear them. It has an affordance for placing your finger yeah. in it. Um, or
1: one of those lollipops so that it becomes a... Oh, what about right? gummy brass right, nuts? Yeah.
2: I think in wow. Europe, yeah.
3: If you, Jim is now alien. married
2: to this gummy ring.
1: right? So, <laughs> Kevin
3: was like expressing distaste. I think disdain, at the disdain propo- at the proposal of putting a, a putting food on yourself, basically. <laughs> and so I was just deciding, okay, I'm just going to wear this during rec- recording of the podcast.
2: Yep, and it's I can see it right now. It's it's happening. Yeah, I'm holding it up to the non-existent cool camera. Power?
1: Or do you think it'll just result in you later eating it a is, sweaty gummy worm? Uh, it is green. It's it's.
0: Oh, I was just going to ask if it was green so it could turn your finger green, <laughs> it, it like probably other will. rings do.
3: Yeah, this also is actually green lantern. Right? This is actually the second ring. The first ring came off when I was washing my hands in the bathroom. Oh, gross! <laughs> so I had to get another one. Oh, you didn't just grab
1: it out of the toilet and eat <laughs> okay. it. <laughs> that did
3: not happen. I fact. assume
1: you were washing your hands in the toilet. <laughs> right, yeah, you're you're yeah. an environmentally conscious. No,
3: we were in a drought. Yeah, we are in a drought. Yeah, it's true. That's the other news we could get into.
2: Yeah, I, I was told this really weekend impressive. that we only have a year of water left and then California is going to be uh,
3: gonna sink dry. Into the ocean.
2: Yeah, then it, then showering becomes really expensive.
0: Yeah. I think I've I've heard the the solution I've heard is that they just need to pump all the rising seawater from Miami across the Across the country into California. The
2: rising seawater from Miami?
0: Yeah, because Miami is, well, it's not that Miami is sinking. It's that the ocean level is rising and Miami is built so low to the to sea oh. level that shit is going bad there. I feel
1: like California's <laughs> problem is not lack of ready access to seawater. <laughs> so that might not be quite not, the solution really you imagined.
2: Well, if they could pump it in such a way that the salt just didn't make it right yeah <laughs> just It just filtered. it just got
1: tired like yeah. the
2: salt just gets tired the water like is fine but the salt we exhausted. can redirect Invent the salt into kind of the salt, great salt, salt lake out. But, yes just,
1: yeah we're <laughs> oh, good you can make some gunpowder it, it would get petered out around texas and then they could use that salt to make gunpowder
2: <laughs> and then yeah texas would would just become an independent country and then they would start charging tariffs on that pipeline yeah the
1: lone star nation and
2: california Ooh. would have to go to war with texas the Lone Star Sovereign Aren't we State. Already? My
1: money is on Texas. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't in know. A, in a landslide. <laughs> well, in I don't know fight.
0: California does have some pretty good landslides. <laughs> also,
2: also Elon Musk is here. He could build some sort of hype, uh, hyper weapon, I don't know,
1: man. I, it's like okay so we're just
2: gonna write bad things about them on
3: wikipedia and we'll win the culture war that way yeah okay you're probably yeah you'll, yeah <laughs> It'll California, let, like me turn, let
1: me tell you <laughs> having lived a lot of places in america californians are definitely winning some hearts and minds <laughs> in terms of the opinion of middle america
2: oh i was i thought we were just playing a game of civ and winning through a culture
1: war oh is, i see is so is yeah eventually eventually mm-hmm. some uh I don't know. What's a, what's a musician from, from California? The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, Eventually, yeah. oh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and... become so popular, popular <laughs> that Texas just gives up. <laughs> well, that's it. Charlie Daniels can't hold a candle to these guys with socks on their dicks. Mm. How's it going, fellas? Yeah, I miss you. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been like a week. I mean that week stings me as though it were nine months of razor blades. Well, it's because you're in Arizona. Yeah, because you're having it just stings all the time there. You're you're sleeping on on a bed of cacti. Sleeping on a bed of scorpions. scorpions. Uh, You
2: you know, right
3: after you left, it got super sunny
1: and warm here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been fucking fucking rained here today. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe the bad weather is just following you. And maybe it is. Maybe it's a maybe it's a personal rain cloud hovering over me. No, it was it was gorgeous until today when it rained.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm trying not to turn on the air conditioner at my house because I don't want to admit defeat. Okay, it's getting harder and harder to sleep.
2: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I got sick. I think probably as uh, a thing that I caught at GDC and have just been in bed for like three days.
0: So, just <laughs> sleeping or reading. Sleeping books? mostly. Yeah,
1: or having sex.
0: No, not so much. Seem like that'd be very fun when you were sick.
2: My whole, like, my whole head was just full of mucus for and two days. Thoughts of
0: love. <laughs>
2: yes, okay. love mucus.
1: Uh, mm. Yeah, that was the name of this punk band that I started <laughs> in high school. Thought it was pretty clever at the time. Yep, still all well, right. You know, we'll take it. Apart, so so we almost got killed by a Nazi. You guys are dying of thirst. Yep,
4: mm-hmm. uh, and the plague
1: and eating dildo snacks mm mm-hmm. uh, Anything else? Uh, ND3K on Twitter
3: asks... "Well, I forget what he actually said. He, he sent me a tweet, like, right before the show, asking what the origin of the uh, theme music is. Oh. Claiming that he recognizes it from a Commodore 64's tune. No. Okay.
1: The theme music of video games hot dog? Yes. Oh, it's just a thing that I composed while learning to use Famitracker. Well, wait. Oh, yeah, is, yeah. okay.
2: Isn't it... Isn't it a... Tune that you first used on Advice Hot Dog and then you
1: Yeah, yeah. Well I mean it was yeah, it's it's just the it's got it's partly that. It ends with that with the Advice Hot Dog, which I think was just like, ah, I should write something like the music sting at the beginning of You Look Nice Today, uh-huh. and then realize that I just basically transcribed the music from You Look <laughs> Nice Today. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's hard to like because there's nothing Original anywhere. It so Yeah, just ask the I, Marvin Gay estate. Jesus Christ, that was a that is a wreck. What's
2: what's going on with that? I'm I I, I have literally been uh they sued um,
3: under his blanket Farrell and Robin Thick over
2: blurred lines. Interesting.
3: And the For ball-
1: being kinda simple I mean for, it was For having like, a, was-
3: having a similar feel. As a whoa, yeah, like
1: it, and and like like Jake posted this article that was like, ah, this is like all right. The the reason that this happened is because Robin Thicke was a complete tool, yeah, that, in court, and it was sort of a punitive judgment against him. But it sets this precedent that is like so fucked up, yeah.
2: Well, it's going to appeal,
1: so. Yeah, we can you hope, can't.
3: But,
2: like, copyright in general is pretty fucked in this regard. You can't sue someone because something has a similar feel. Like, that's just not how copyright works, right? Well,
1: except, I mean, you can do anything as long as there's an there's case law to point to that, that proves it. Or,
3: or, or if you're suing someone who's enough of an asshole. Yeah.
1: Um,. Man, there's also have you guys been following the the Jeff Minter stuff? Oh yeah, that's no. another great what's, one. what's that all about? Well that and, seems and pretty screwy. Just, just
2: assume that I have not like oh, yeah. seen anything so in the past Jeff week. Jeff
3: Minter has made a career of making Tempest clones. Okay. Um and Atari decided to sue him over the I don't know if they actually sued him, but they sent him a letter at least over like a the latest cease and one. Probably a cease and desist, insisting that he take it off of the I think it's on the PlayStation store. And also promised in writing to never make another Tempest clone.
2: When you say clone, like, is it like the same it's graphics? It's well, okay, so
3: it's it's very similar to um, Tempest 2000, which is the Tempest clone that he had made under the auspices of Atari. When see, he was that's where it gets there. a
1: little problematic, because if they actually own that, like his defense, his defense, oh, but I wrote the code and it was my idea and I did all the design, like, while that... It, that reads so, very favorably to a human being yeah. <laughs> thinking about the situation it doesn't change that like that was work for hire
3: yeah well like. and and they're not they're not talking about tempest 2000 right they're, He's ta- just right, they're talking about another, the game, same game.
1: another game that's very similar it's
3: very similar yeah it's um, but
1: the, the the wrinkle is that they did this shitty thing where they paid somebody to make a version of tempest 2000 that was just dissimilar enough that they wouldn't have to pay him royalties mm-hmm. oh wow oh, right? i didn't know that and that's and their bullshit. their claim is that his thing is more similar to Tempest 2000 than that thing which was literally just Tempest 2000 but they paid a guy to change it just enough. Huh. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, I mean, why
2: why is everything so gross out in the world? Like why why are people such assholes? Money.
1: You know something that I don't actually know. Did Jeff Minter make Tempest? No. Okay. I like he's one of those guys that I feel like I I've heard about, but only ever in the context of jokes about how he just keeps making Tempest over and over again. And I was he, like, oh, he also well, used to make
3: like... uh, Robotron over and over again, but lately it's oh, yeah. just been Tempest.
1: Hmm. What games did he make when he was making Robotron over and over again? That um, Sounds like something I would want to play.
3: The only one I can think of is Lamatron, and that was like a, a ZX Spectrum thing, if I remember right. Um,
1: so, I mean, he could have made Tempest. But he did Sounds like. I mean, if it but but, right, yeah, but I mean no, is he like is he like a guy in his fifties? Is he is he probably around there, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I mean if he was making ZX Spectrum games. The other thing he ZX Spectrum just to be precious.
3: I said that because that's what I always hear when people say the name aloud.
1: Because only only the Brits man's ever said. Yeah, it,
3: only right? the British yeah. people care about it. So I've have taken on played, that pronunciation. Have you ever played
1: Manic Miner? Have you ever played any ZX Spectrum games? I have. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, I played Manic Miner specifically because I knew it was such a cultural touchstone. It's pretty bad. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those... I mean, this is it started this genre, so I, I don't want to just say it's one of those, but it's one of those uh, flip screen platformers that are just... Where the controls are really like... It's super low frame rate... Because it's a shitty computer, right? And it's updating an actual frame buffer and not like sprites. Um, and your controls are very binary and not fluid. And you need to be making pixel perfect jumps. Um, and it took me like, I was, I was just banging my head against this screen, the first screen for like half an hour before I finished it once. And then after that, I died twice on the next screen in, like, the first five seconds and had to start over because I ran out of lives.
1: Um, So this seems like the ZX Spectrum version of Dark Castle, which is, like, a game that you think is good if it's the only game you had Mm -hmm. when you were trapped on a desert island as (laughs) a nine-year-old. And this is
3: really uncharitable of me, but I think that's the entire ZX Spectrum platform. Like, I've... if If you, like, look on... People who say things like, you shouldn't go back to the games of your youth because they'll ruin the nostalgia. If you look at the games they're talking about, they're mostly talking about ZX Spectrum games. <laughs>
1: hmm. well, do you Have you spent much time playing Commodore 64 games?
3: Um, God, this is a dumb story. I owned a Commodore 128 uh, back in like 92. That was my first computer. And it had like boxes and boxes of like i think i've told the story in the podcast before but fuck it of of like commodore 64 discs um and i and never the
2: would do all that would play 164 would play 64 stuff
3: it it had a switch oh you can boot into commodore 64 mode and uh and i didn't i didn't know that until i had like basically outgrown that computer and i i had thrown away most of the old discs they were oh, taking no. up too much space and didn't work anyway Mm. So uh, no, I have not.
1: Uh, I don't think you've told that story on the podcast before because I don't think I knew that. story. Yeah, I don't think. I knew Okay, that story all right. You, uh, your first computer was in '92, around then, yeah. Huh. Maybe maybe
3: '91 around then. It, I was in like sixth or seventh grade.
2: Hmm. Gosh, that seems like a relatively late start yeah. for somebody who is a computer enthusiast now. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. of you.
1: I think of you as somebody who like. I mean, I guess because you probably know more about computing in the eighties than most people right well, part of
3: that is like owning a computer that is from the eighties, like even if I didn't use it in the eighties right um and then i back in high school, actually, this was in like ninety seven we had Apple II's in the computer lab, which is like super late for that particular computer yeah, I,
1: yeah. most of my Apple II usage was in the nineties also in yeah, high school same
3: here right um. And yeah, but you're like five years older than me. So it's, <laughs> we our, our, our school system was super out of date. Um, but I, I remember actually just sitting down and, um, and writing assembly language, 6502 assembly on those computers just by poking into memory. And it was just, that was, that was my connection to that era. Um, doing like ret, at, even at the time, retro computing in 1997.
1: Yeah, I guess a lot of the time that I spent playing with the Apple II in the English classroom was also the time that I spent going into the computer lab and playing Star Control 1. Sure, yeah. With friends on the on the IBM PC 80s that they had. The like eighty The 8088 IBM PCs. Oh, yeah. The old, the ancient ones. Yeah. No, the ones that were brand new and contemporary when I was in high school. Oh, the- they well, had some. They had ancient, some. No. They had some 286s that were that uh, that they, they, they were using for 3D CAD for the CAD class.
3: That was. I went to a. I went from a Commodore 128 to a 286. That was my next computer, and I was just appalled at how much like and at, at how wor- much worse the graphics and sound were.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it would be like going from an Amiga to a. Yeah, Mine to Commodore... Windows 3.1. I like... was
0: Commodore Vic 20 to a Macintosh 128.
1: <laughs> so that was a pretty good step up. Where'd all the colors go?
0: <laughs> yeah, all sixteen of them. We had dithering. That's all we needed.
1: Yeah, some halftone. Yeah. Mm. Man, are you excited about that uh Oh fuck, that boat game? Obra Din, the voyage of the oh, Obra yeah, Dinn or whatever. That's all. Has that's... there been
0: any news about that recently? No. Is that no. Lucas? Pope's new? Yes,
1: yeah. I think so, and okay. uh, yeah, it's 3D, but it's but it's got the shader on it that makes it halftone, right? Yeah, makes it uh-huh. just black Macintosh, and
0: white. gosh, yeah. Lucas Pope is awesome. Yeah, like he does neat stuff. What
1: was the thing that he made that I was surprised to find out that he had? made? Helsing's
2: Fire. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: the one. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great.
2: <laughs> like that it's is good. that it's is all- some fucking awesome range, and like yeah, I'm. <clears throat> mad
1: props to him. I hope that Oberdin game is fun.
0: Yeah. I hope whoever he has uh working on the update to Helsing's Fire to make it work in iOS 8 finishes that.
1: That's such a frustrating this thing is why I don't, about yeah. that update. platform. Yeah. That's why I don't ever want to make anything on that platform.
2: Because you have to support it forever.
1: Yeah, because then you have to support it whether people are buying it or not. Because hmm. one guy is buying it, and then you owe him that.
2: Well, you <laughs> you don't. You just don't let it. You just don't let people buy it. No, no, you just say it doesn't work on this platform, and then you give them refunds. Right. That's how that mm. works.
1: I guess I don't know. I was promised some new geo defense levels, and I never got them.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was promised them by like a rumor on Touch Arcade. <laughs> I demand remuneration. I, uh, have you guys been playing any video games? I was just supposed to
2: say I played some I played some more plants versus zombies too because I keep adding levels to that thing.
1: do you have you ever given them any money?
2: I don't remember mm. was the game free initially? Yeah, yeah, then I guess so. not. no like i've just hmm. I've just been playing this like really good compelling game that you don't have to pay any money for because it's just it's hard and interesting. They've got a daily challenge, which I do a lot of the time. It's, you know, it's just a good video game. They got, they solved so many of the problems that it had early on.
1: I have not played it since the like fundamental update. There that are changed everything.
2: A bunch of new worlds. There's probably three or four new worlds. If you
1: mm. like, there's this. probably a lot of new plants and a lot of new zombies.
2: Yeah. Both of those are true.
1: Did they ever do, I, the last time I played it, there weren't even like nighttime levels with mushrooms.
2: There are mushrooms now.
1: Because hmm. yeah. there's the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah,
2: that's where all the mushrooms are. It's for their, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh man. And then on the, like on the moon, it, when you go to the moon age, is it also dark? They haven't, they have not done the moon age. They've done future and past and
2: there was, they just, the one they just did was like ice ages. So there was a bunch of like fire shrooms or fire plants. To fight off all the encroaching ice.
1: Well, do you have anything to say about it? Other than that it's good and uh, people who people who talk shit about it are dumb and wrong. I, I
2: wonder if those people have, have actually spent any time with it in the past year. Um, was they, it, was can, it bad a year ago?
1: It, I didn't think so. No. I, when, it, just... when it first launched and everybody was talking about how oh they ruined this franchise with this free-to-play bullshit... I just thought, no, that this is actually pretty good. Like it's just really hard if you don't give them money, and it being really hard makes it a better game than if it was really easy. Right. So that to me felt like a pretty ethical approach to the whole thing. Yeah. And I yeah, I, I did not have the same objections to it.
3: Yeah, I, I never even tried it specifically because I didn't want the uh the mental anguish of deciding not to spend money over and over again it's not that important it's you just
1: all, a better game if you don't spend money yeah yeah that, yeah but i'm not
3: i'm not i don't play video games to like exert willpower over my finances <laughs>
2: huh i i'd never i never interpreted it that way like
1: i mean i did i mean it's not like you, you're not tempted to because the things that you get for spending money are bullshit. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, like unlocking okay, additional okay. plants and stuff. Like there there well, are but definitely some. You get some... them. You get them all anyway. No, right? you don't. There are oh, there are
2: plants oh. that you can only get by buying them. Huh. So, which is fine. You just don't need those plants, and it's like not having them makes the game more interesting. So I'm. I'm I was briefly I'm tempted
1: thinking. today to reinstall Elder Scrolls Online because it's gone Free-to-play. free to play if you bought it, which I did. Oh. Huh. Okay. Um, but I don't think that it has fundamentally improved as a video game. So at least ha- I haven't
3: heard anyone say that it has. Is Elder Scrolls online is it at all remote
1: is all similar to like Skyrim? Well, a lot of the things are named the same. Is it yeah? Okay. I, if it's not uh, a
2: first person thing where I get to have like a shield and a fireball or like
1: it is. I feel like the first person view in it is pretty janky. like it just it feels fine as an MMO
2: like a third person yeah
1: it just that kind of combat works better in third person because it doesn't need to be quite as responsive because they can be a little fakier with the animations and stuff Hmm. um but it's (laughs) it was just kind of soulless you know it didn't more so than destiny (laughs) I have never played destiny so oh interesting so I don't know. I mean, I I've heard enough people whose opinions I respect say that Destiny is fun that I I am unwilling to just write it off as a thing that's terrible based I on mean, did, people complaining you, about it on the internet. Did you like Halo? No, I, I hated Halo. But I okay, like, you, you
3: you wouldn't like Destiny then? Cause no, I
1: imagine that I wouldn't. And I'm not gonna play it, but I'm also not gonna say it's a bad game.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. I, the story like, that I've heard is that it has world class gunplay. If you liked Halo,
2: I mean, it's it's, five then, it's Bungie, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Specifically, like, and that's high praise, but it's also like not really surprising, given that it's Bungie. And then they could just couldn't deliver on the rest of the game and the time frame they had. Like, maybe
1: you know. Likewise, there are people that I respect who talk about Halo as though it's a thing that's worth spending minutes of your life playing and talking about. Mm-hmm. So it must be. Right. Even though it is just absolutely not for me. Like my yeah. experience of playing Halo was playing the co-op campaign with a buddy of mine. And when we got to the third level, we thought that there had been some kind of bug that made it so we had to play through the second level again because it was exactly the same. Yep. And then we were like, oh, no, nope, that's just what this game is. Fuck this. Repetitive huh. bullshit. Because it, like if you're playing it for the metagame and if you're playing it to explore a world and learn things about it and unlock new things and see new things. that's not for you right it's it's about like oh man these things i'm shooting die really awesome or whatever it is that people like about it's good (laughs) first person shooters like
2: (laughs) like apparently on legendary it is extremely challenging like the ai is really good there's like a bunch of like sniper this the the story that i hear is that it's got
3: good tactical situations and varied and and the reason that you're going through that same level again although presumably they could have like put it as level 10 instead of the level immediately following the level that was already there um the you're going through the same geometry the same world but it's filled with different
1: tactical encounters sure i mean that's the thing it's it's a game whose strengths are things that i don't care about sure yeah Because I don't actually enjoy shooting dudes. Yeah. Like shooting... I will shoot some dudes as a means to an end if it means I get to go into a cool cave and find a golden idol or something. But (laughs) but you love Robotron. Yeah, but that's not... That is moving boxes around and avoiding other boxes, right? Like once, once, once I'm supposed to be a person and shooting with a gun, you know, like... Is
2: it ever made clear whether Master Chief is a person or not?
1: I guess it's not. I mean, so I also like Contra, right? But that's different. I think the
3: lore actually does make that very clear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the lore says. Okay, but
1: is it? There's some kind of glowing skull inside something, right? Probably didn't an ancient evil awaken at some point? <laughs> I, no, it would have been an AI.
2: There, yeah, there's what is what is the AI's name? Cortana?
1: Cortana? Yeah. Clippy? Yeah.
2: Didn't yeah? Didn't well? Didn't they? T- didn't they like? Take Cortana and make her the new, like, yeah, the, yeah, AIs all their
3: eventually go rampant. Of
1: Siri. Yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> Clippy going rampant
2: would be pretty good. <laughs> um, Did any of you guys, uh, so uh, a listener, uh, Thrensa, uh, pointed me to this thing called Do Not Believe His Lies? Hmm. Have, have any of you guys heard of this?
1: I've, I've seen a couple references to it, like it is. It was described as a puzzle that no one has made any progress on yet. (laughs) Uh,
2: it's not, that's not quite accurate. Um, so it was, it is a weird sort of thing. It was, I think the idea of it was that it was a puzzle game where each successive answer was like another sentence of the story. And that (laughs) lasts for like the first 12 puzzles. And then it just kind of goes off the rails. I think what happened was the developer made it and like put 10 puzzles into it or, you know, a dozen puzzles into it. Um, because they all, they had made like 40 other apps and they were just making, you know, an app every couple of weeks, um, to see what stuck. And, uh, this one sort of developed a, a small following, uh, and then like a Reddit sub forum or whatever. And so then he kept sort of making additional puzzles for them to,
1: to solve. Um, but he ran out of ideas before he stopped putting puzzles in or- well he he
2: ran out of like he like he like just just dumped the narrative idea and started just making puzzles that were more interesting that could resolve into different answers or whatever uh. and the puzzles are like tricky but not amazing until you get to thirty seven the thirty seventh puzzle, <laughs> uh which is the one that you probably heard about. that's the one that like people sat on for months and months and months and could make no progress. Um, but like some recent flurry of activity, like literally the day that I downloaded it later that day, it was solved. Um, and then there's just, it, it just sort of stops after that.
3: Um, no, oh, there's not just a bunch more easy puzzles. After no,
2: that? I, th- the, I think, I think either he did not expect people to actually be able to break it or he has plans for doing something next year. Cause it says to just sort of wait, wait for next year. Hmm. Um, oh, that's but a bold move. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I don't know the the, the thirty-seventh like 37th- is a really long way away. This, like it's yeah. March. Yep. right?
2: Yep. The thirty-seventh puzzle was kind of n- intense in, in terms of like all the different steps that you had to take to actually get it to work. Um, it was pretty impressive, but is it a free game? I believe so. Yeah. It's it the first the first couple dozen puzzles are worth doing, and they're 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 totally accept like sorry yeah accessible. Are the uh, things
1: that you just play on the phone? Are they are no they in the app? Okay, almost
2: all of them. I would say probably more than half of them required a bit of f- fuckery with files. Hmm. You can you can click on the puzzle in the app and download it. You can like send it to your email or whatever, and then you can open it up in Audacity or Photoshop or whatever you need to do to to mess with it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely, if you like puzzles, if you like sort of like the not prawn style of puzzle, where the answer to the one is the, is the sort of key to get to the next one.
1: It's weird that not prawn has become the, like the canonical reference. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I think it's just the one that most, the most people have seen. Right. Cause like weff riddles was another one that was very much like that. Um, there was
1: one called like planetarium.
0: Planetarium was a little yeah. Different. That was the one where they like, that was the
2: one that took you twelve g- weeks or whatever. Yeah, they uh, like
0: gave you access to the new page every week or whatever, yeah. and it was which is that one is really neat me- storybooky. And I that was more like uh, the old masquerade puzzle book. Yeah, in a sense,
1: I forgot to mention when we were talking about extrasolar last week that it kind of reminded me of this thing that I wish. I could probably just search my email and find out what this was and if it still exists. But it was this sort of thing that I randomly found on the internet in the 90s that was a kind of an art piece where you would sign up for it and you would just get an email every few hours or few days as the the story progressed that was just emails between this guy and this girl who sort of like met – and started a relationship and then broke up, hmm. and the 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 thing was just you seeing their communication between each other in real time.
3: Huh. That's interesting. So not, and it was not interactive. It was just like a interesting. No, it was just medium. it was just
1: like a it was like a mailing list, but it was a performance mm. art mailing list as opposed to it.
0: Sort of like a digital Griffin and Sabine.
1: Yeah, that's the book with all the letters mm-hmm. stuck in it and stuff. Yeah, I think we we've talked about this before, and that and that came up. Mm. Um, but that's kind of what extra solar reminded me of just in terms of its pacing. Yeah. Right. Like it's this, okay. there's this story playing out in real time. If you, know, if you
2: were the hacker, I feel like that's what the, what it would be like, because you would be per- like sort of looking over the shoulder of people doing this. Right. Yeah.
1: That, that would have been interesting actually. If, if the thing happened, you signed up for your account and that started a clock that was the exploration of this planet. And the only thing that changed based on your interactions was the amount and the quality of the information about it that you had access to hmm. just sort of the gameplay was just discovering and gaining access to more of the story right that's that's a cool idea extrasolar is fucking great i, I have i've continued to,
2: to play it yeah. yeah yeah me too i've i've i finished the whole plot and i've just been finding more plants and animals
1: <laughs> i'm almost more inclined to like talk it up knowing that it did really poorly
2: yeah i know i've i i tweeted about it and like got a bunch of people <clears throat> yeah you got it.
1: david bass playing so maybe maybe uh, owing to his mastery of giraffe he will be <laughs> a key influencer well, clout uh, the thing is he's clout not going to hear that
2: he's not going to hear this because <clears throat> he he didn't get it from the podcast right so
1: clout clout uh believes that David Bass is very influential about giraffe. Uh, I see. Huh. He
2: is, right? He's the he's the lead giraffe influencer in the country.
1: I that's <laughs> probably true, yeah. Is I, that in his I, bio? I, I don't really understand how clout works, but he doesn't have anything to do with giraffe. It's just giraffe too. It's not like no. this guy knows a lot about giraffes. Right. which no, is just, a sentence that you could parse it, like
3: giraffe is a technology
1: yeah oh right right like yeah okay like it's like ember.js or uh right what
0: even is it, clout? he drupal. said the other day that he got like a coupon for a free pack of gum or something I, and, I, and i and i I'm told sure him, just like man, to it was like wasn't fruit stripe because i was like oh man oh, the right. fruit
1: stripe giraffe is going to be really mad <laughs> and then i realized that it's a zebra because oh it's stripes like a giraffe but Giraffes and zebras are basically the same animal. Yeah,
0: just
2: stretched out. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that you, what you're thinking of is a giraffe and a leopard.
1: <laughs> those, oh, right. those two are identical. A gi- giraffe is just a Lamarckian herbivore right. leopard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so someone pulled really hard.
2: Yeah. Well, no, like, someone uh, pulled. Someone pulled the. Someone pulled on the neck of, of like the, a of leopard, the an- and then that that leopard's babies they pulled on the, the neck some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So this is like the Lamarck slash Rudyard Kipling explanation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like
2: Island of you know. Doctor uh, Neckpuller. <laughs> is that a German name? <laughs> yes, Neckpuller. <laughs> it's with a umlaut over the U. <laughs> right. Uh, the only other game I've been playing uh, is a game called Pancake.
1: Uh, I've been seeing people I post pictures of that.
2: Totally but- recommend you download because okay. it is. Is it an iOS game? It is. Oh my God. It is so simple and dumb and masterful all at the same time.
3: Uh,
1: it,
2: it's convinced me that more games
3: need to use the pinball interface.
2: Yeah. It's just, yeah, you've got a flipper. You know, your, your pan is just one side of a, of a pinball machine and it cracks, it cracks open an egg and there's a, pan, so a pancake inside and you're Wait, just trying a, to flip uh, it. There's a
3: pancake inside the egg. Yeah,
2: that's. I think that's just to to have some sort of source for the pancake each time. Okay, and yeah. uh, it's got to come from somewhere. It's got to come from somewhere. And it have just
1: been a game about a fried egg and
2: no, because because <laughs> you're supposed to flip it like a pancake and <laughs> or like
1: a fried egg. You can flip a fried egg. Are
2: you sure? I guess uh, pancakes yeah, a better yeah, you name you know, you can't than actually, over
1: easy. <clears throat> you can't actually flip a pancake like that, in my experience.
2: Really. I've flipped. I've flipped a pancake in the in a well greased. So it's called pancake, but it's actually like a sausage patty coming out of the egg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is this is one of those. Um... Pin and teller things where you you blow out the egg and you put a pancake inside <laughs> right. and then you go to lunch and you crack open the egg and you just eat the pancake and see if anybody notices. It's a
1: pancake batter. <laughs> you just oh, you, so you pull out your hot plate and yeah. frying pan. Yeah, you heat up the frying pan. You crack an egg and pour the pancake batter into the pan.
2: Yep. You crack another egg. There's maple syrup in it. <laughs> but I, you should just download it because it, I, I can't really do it any justice because it is, it's just one of those things you have to experience. It's hard, and there is strategy to it, and like there, it, it's a, you can definitely get better at it. Like you, like there's a, there's a skill sort does, of progression does it have sounds. I don't remember. I've, I've been playing with my sound I'm just off. Just imagining played, I've been the sounds could night. be completely delightful.
0: They could be. Yeah,
2: that's true.
3: I was just the reason I'm thinking of this is like how can you convey the experience of playing this game over a podcast and mm. the answer is to make like <laughs> noises
2: <laughs> if you get certain score thresholds you get to uh unlock like variants so the first variant you get is like you can instead of having a big beefy arm you can have sort of a weak spindly arm and oh, then yeah. the second unlockable is uh you can have a pancake with uh blueberries in it does that change anything
1: about the physics of the game?
2: Uh, not that I'm aware of. It's hmm. just it's just art, so it's just fun. I think I think all uh, all hot doggers should uh, should give it a try, and we oh, can going re- to, report yeah, back
1: next I've week. I've already downloaded it. I don't think uh, I learned when I switched to Verizon that while you're on the phone, you have no data service. But you're not on the phone. I know I'm on Skype. I realized that just now, but I don't want to use up my battery playing a pancake game. Well, yeah, especially not during the podcast. Yeah, I want to. I want to keep talking to you guys. I don't want Skype to crash. I don't want Skype to be revealed as the bullshit that it is. <laughs> I, I'm I, sorry, Skype. I'm sorry, NSA.
2: The emperor's <laughs> new app. I have not been having trouble with uh, multitasking while while skyping. Like I can check my email and stuff if I have to.
1: I wish you wouldn't. No, I'm just saying that it's. it's I wish you would dedicate the full measure of your attention to this product. I'm not. I am not currently producing for our fans. Doing any (laughs) other
2: multitasking? I'm totally invested. So,
1: have you played any video games, Jim?
3: So this ring is really sticky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been just like video game, Jim.
3: (laughs) No, this is important. This is important. This is science. Here's a question: Is is the circulation
2: to your finger okay?
3: Yeah, no. I. It's a very stretchy ring. Okay. But it's kind of like melding into my finger and the surrounding fingers. Mm. And
0: oh, my God. You're going to turn into gummy like a like a green slime. Yeah, like, what
1: was like Paul
3: Atreides Jr.? What in- was that? <laughs> I, I was going to make the analogy to – I don't remember the series, but there was this TV series that was like Tales from the Crypt where there was one episode that was almost an adaptation of The Color Out of Space starring mm-hmm. Stephen King.
1: Oh, it was – I think that was in Creepshow. I think that was one of the um, – one of the little vignettes in Creepshow was it grows on you. Yeah, it was. It was a very. It was a short.
3: It was like, like a a, a Meteor lands in Stephen King's backyard and then grows to take over the entire house, <laughs> including him. And like the last shot is plant Stephen King. Oh. Um. So yeah, that's that's happening to me right now as we speak.
1: Um, okay, except it's gummy. It's gummy Jim. Yeah. Man, that's pretty good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I played a luxurious Superbia. Oh, huh. Have you guys played that? I've not.
1: I've heard about it. I decided not to buy it when I found out that it was by Tale of Tales.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the wise choice. Uh, (laughs) I I basically- How did it make you feel? How did it make me feel? Yeah. It it made, it was, I have never had, so it's a game about sex. You've never had an orgasm. It's a a game of, oh, that
1: too. It's It's sort of a game about lady orgasms.
3: Yes. And what I was- gonna say is i've never had as much trouble getting anybody off in real life as i did getting these fucking fake like tunnel ladies off in this game huh they're really demanding (laughs) interesting um it's it's not a very interesting game which i was sad about um it was the nuovo winner for last year yeah. Which is why I played it because I was like, "Oh, I care about Novo games."
2: Who won Novo this
3: year? That was Tetrageddon, right? Okay. I was sad I never got to talk to Tetrageddon lady. I I was it was too late by the time I went to the IGF booth on Friday. Um But yeah, it's it's a I now I'm just going to like psychoanalyze the judges or the jury, I guess. And just say that, like, yeah, they they gave it to it because it was the first game they had played that was about sex, and that's new hmm. to them. If you've never played a big game about sex before, so there's that. Um, but yeah, it's really not so. So the gameplay is you are like, yeah, I played it on a, an Android, so it's a, so I played it with a touch screen. And you can use like multiple fingers to rub different segments of the tunnel, and the tunnel like they the the segments get colored differently, and they kind of they sort of like turn from white or whitish to reddish. Uh, it's sort of a blushing kind of an appearance. Um,
2: a blush response. Yes. Like
3: Like that. Like a
1: vasocongestion.
3: Yes. Um, and like there's a combo system that I didn't really understand that involves like edging and getting people close to getting the, the tunnel close to orgasm without actually getting it off. Um, but my best score was when I was like just like come on fucking do finish <laughs> just feel sexy. Fuck. Um <laughs> do you think it was listening to you? Uh it, no, but oh god, maybe.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe that was why I got such a good score. Yeah. Man, is there is okay, so is there another game that is about getting a dude off and it just transmits audio between people who are playing each of those games. There's okay, so it's actually Jeff Tunnel. There's just a photograph of Jeff Tunnel, uh, the founder of Dynamics and the producer of the Incredible Machine. And it's a game about getting him off. I, I don't think anybody's ever made a
3: game about male sexuality. Um or art about male sexuality, what? or like D- an experiments on male sexuality just because, like, oh, everybody already understands it because it's. You don't
1: think so? Yeah, there's basically no variability across dudes. Right. There's, there's every, every <laughs> really dude, every
3: dude is the same. <laughs> and if you, basically, what I'm saying is if you can't get a dude off, there must be something wrong with you.
1: No. <laughs> 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 oh, like, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, yeah, so what you're saying is it's like a girl version of the game. It's really easy. It's like. <laughs> So what it's, it's a video wanna, game for like your girlfriend. I just want to be clear here
3: that this is actually really, it actually makes me really angry that there's not more research into male sexuality because it's actually fucking complicated. This is one of those things that really drives me nuts. Um, but nobody oh, wants uh, to, I was being sarcastic too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> we all know. Um, but no one makes like games or art or does experiments about male sexuality because it's not sexy enough. It's not. It's not a.
1: Yeah, a, well, you, you, I mean, you're not going to get other men to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. It's not titillating. And, and it's not so, going to sell your science it, yeah, it's journal. Not gonna, it's not going to. It's not going to. It's not going to fly in a patriar- patriarchal That's a patriarchal market. Oh, <laughs> i a, I've never we're heard in that a one. Hetero
2: patriarchal market, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the one. That's what we got. Oh, that's what we need.
3: We need uh, science journals that target gay men. Hmm.
1: As opposed to, like, fashion journals. Right, yes. Like, Details was kind of a science journal that targeted gay men.
3: Did it publish uh,
1: (laughs) papers? (laughs) It was, like, papers about cocktails and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) new kinds of sunglasses. Okay, okay. For a brief
0: moment there, I confused the magazine's details and highlights. Oh my God, Riff, I was, <laughs> I was literally thinking the same thing.
2: That was the thing. That was the sentence I was going to utter. I was like, oh, highlights really like,
1: that's really good. Gay
2: men. I, I yeah. did not make that yes, association.
1: The timber toes, the timber toes were into some real like leather. Daddy <laughs> that's, shit. Right, that's right.
0: Gallant wow. knows better than to interact with the glory hole without wearing a condom. <laughs> mm hmm.
1: Goof is his bareback all the way.
0: That's right. Yeah. Mm. What uh, What you have you been go. playing, Riff? Um, I've continued to play uh, Oh No when when I am in a standing, waiting around situation. Uh, I've also played uh, a little bit of Mark Ellis Train Bridge Inspector. <laughs> huh. it's uh, it, It's an iOS app that basically it shows you a I just very... parsed
3: the title of that I'm sorry I just had to interject there like <laughs> Mark Ellis train bridge inspector alright yes. go on it,
0: it shows you a very rickety bridge and you can either touch the check mark on the screen if you think that bridge looks okay <laughs> or touch the x if you think oh, that bridge like, does papers, not please. look okay. Yeah, the, well that and that is the only thing you do. And whichever one you touch, it doesn't matter which one you touch, the it puts a little train engine drives across across the bridge and the bridge either collapses or not. And then it tells you whether or not you were correct. Oh, you like you can't tell yeah, like it, it well, it, yeah, it puts up a little thing and says, Yeah, you guessed right. Or, uh, well, oh, what it should do incorrect. is
3: like it shows the a bunch of trains going across the bridge and then tells you you were wrong anyway because the, it's actually an unsafe bridge and you were just lucky.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, more, more, uh, more elaborate stress testing, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe that'll be an eventual upgrade. Currently, that's all there is though, it, it doesn't even. Keep track of how many you get right or tell you yeah, your no, streak Yeah, no, I think it anything. shouldn't
3: even tell you whether <laughs> you're right or not. I think it should just show you the results, show you what you've done.
0: That's right. You, you, you know what? You see a train wreck if or you, not, and then you get shown another If bridge, you say it's not it. safe, you shouldn't even see the train go over it. Yeah, yeah. You, you would think that they would trust shut, your- your that down. Your, uh, yeah. your, your I, maybe, uh, I mean, I guess the first few before you've established yourself as knowledgeable- they, they might go ahead they got and, a second, and try. They got yeah, a second get a opinion second from a guy opinion. who's actually worse at yeah. his job. Yeah. yeah. The, the other...
1: the, you, you eventually take over his Pokemon badge or whatever. But <laughs> they have to trust I your told judgment. you. I told you all those people were going to die.
3: The other way to do it would be <laughs> to give just a, a running total of the number of people you've killed and mm. also the money you've wasted on safe bridges. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and then yeah it's, it's a subtraction. So it's, it's subtract all the negatives yeah, yeah yeah yeah. they they so basically like there's that cost and there's the cost of the settlements with the families of the people who right died on the on the trains that went across the bridges right. it's coming
3: era. out of your salary sir
0: hmm. Hmm. that's the that game sounds great it's uh yeah i mean it's it's a thing to look at and poke a few buttons it it sort of scratches the same itch that i guess like the what like truck dismount and and those kind of do but uh yeah that's that's been pretty much it other than the assignment which which i'm way up into so
2: that will expand to take all available time
0: yeah pretty much
2: did you play anything else besides luxurious superbia jim um i can't think of anything
3: sorry for that anticlimactic answer
2: have you have you been playing Adventure Capitalist? Oh my god, it's terrible.
3: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, you guys. <laughs> no, it's not a good game.
1: Emily can't stop either. Like every time I look it's, over it's, she's playing that fight. So no, it's no. it's Sorry. really Every time I look over she's watching that fucking thing. Yeah. I I appreciate that it
2: it is among the like the idle clicker games or whatever. It is the one that has had the most variety of interaction Uh
3: uh-huh yeah Um, it's
2: and it is in fact really well-tuned it is extremely well tuned to to sort of maintain interest over that long arc right um but, I
1: mean, it's extremely well tuned in the same way that nicotine is extremely <laughs> right? but, well tuned. No but one desi- fundamentally, if you're if right. If someone that designed is
3: nicotine, yeah. then
1: that would. That well, ne- Jim,
2: Jesus designed <laughs> nicotine. <laughs> Thank you,
3: Jesus. As a, as a
1: gift
2: to us. Good good job. Oh, wow. So we're now up to electric Jesus now? That's good. <laughs> we're, we're totally moving right into the future. Yeah. Yeah. This is a computerized
1: Jesus. E Jesus. I played a game that I keep having to wake my phone up because I can't can't remember the name of it for more than a few seconds, but it is called Bloodlust Shadow Hunter. Great. <laughs> okay. It is. It is. It, it's kind of impressive. It is a third person RPG that is like very much a love letter to Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines, hmm. but done by people who are like kind of Mm -hmm. kind of okay at making video games like it's (laughs) it works like you can definitely (laughs) move around the space and hit things with a knife and play a video game in it but like it is messed up in all of these weird ways the the VO is really, really terrible. The mm. writing is very confusing. Like, it is very much a, like English is not these people's first language mm. kind of situation. It has some randomly generated dungeon segments that you can go into, but the mechanics don't explain themselves very clearly. And it's really, really crashy, so I haven't been able to play as much of it mm. as I would have liked. But um, is it- it's in Steam Early Access, and it is, <laughs> it is interesting as, like the thing that i am getting out of it is appreciation of a video game as kind of outsider art (laughs) in a way that in a way that it's it's i find it very hard to articulate um but it's like this is a game that it, it doesn't seem like it has any right to have gotten written about as much as it has by the press but it totally makes sense once you look at it like oh wow like there's definitely something to this like it is not good but a lot of work has been put into this. Hmm. Um, it's got this weird mechanic where you have like a, you have the ability to kind of send a vampire gaze out into the world, like sort of eye of Kilrog style where (laughs) you're just like, you're a disembodied camera, but that camera can then hit switches in the environment. So there's puzzles that, that center on that, which are a little goofy. Hmm. Um, I have a tremendous amount of trouble with it because the mini map is not north up. So it yeah. is very hard for me to navigate spaces in it. And also, it never runs long enough for me to get out of the tutorial. So, <laughs> And I also had a very similar experience on my iPad, which this is not supposed to happen. I bought Sid Meier's Starships on the iPad. Is that new? Yeah, it came out a couple days ago.
3: Uh, is is that a, it sounds like a kind of a game Sid Meier would have made 30 years ago.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, you know what, like Sid Meier's Pirates was to, say, the ancient art of war at sea. Sure. Right, which was just a sort of a more accessible, more abstracted, simple down, Simpled down. Yep. That's that, that's that phrase <laughs> I was looking for, I bet. Uh, so it's like. You you, you got some spaceships and you can upgrade them and it draws new little bits onto the spaceships and you move around to different planets and you do little quests for them that are just these sort of like hex grid 2D tactical battles against other spaceships. And then uh, after you're done with a mission, it runs at about one frame every five seconds. So hmm. you sit it on the arm of your chair while you play another game on your phone <laughs> until... It gets out of that mode, and then it crashes back to the iOS desktop. Eventually, Um,
2: you have an old. No, you don't. Never mind. No, I don't.
1: I mean, I have. It's like less than a year old, right? It's it's an iPad Air.
2: So maybe that's maybe they probably wrote that part of the game in Flash. Heavy duty enough?
1: Okay. It's weird. It it only happens some of the time. It's like it just.
3: They probably only
1: part wrote that game in Flash some of the time. (laughs) Okay, that I guess that makes sense. I mean, you're you're the programmer, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, I mean, those are those are two games that I almost played. Mostly, we just worked, and I drove from San Francisco to Phoenix since last week. But uh, yeah, a lot of software not working right. Hey, but you know what? I was able to run this assignment, La Mulana. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do we want to talk about news?
3: Uh, I wanted to talk about. Um... A Kickstarter that I'm reluctant to promote, but by the time this people download this, it'll be over.
2: Oh, okay. There's a Kickstarter. So that works out.
3: <laughs> what was that? So that works out just fine. Yes, there's a Kickstarter called Happy Hell, and it's a platformer with a really kind of awesome aesthetic. Um, and the guy is asking for thirteen thousand dollars to make it, and. That's just like less than a tenth of what he would actually need. And hmm. so the reason I'm reluctant to promote this thing is that, like, I. You don't have faith in his ability to. Well, to I. Anything? I just. I would.
1: Like, I. Actually, it would be bad for him if it funded. I, I
3: did actually pledge. Oh. But I feel guilty for pledging because I'm locking this guy into this f- life of financial ruin.
2: <laughs> um. Or just interaction with a bunch of fans that'll be disappointed or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't actually. Yeah, work. it was. I
1: um, mean, it was a couple hundred bucks away from funding when I saw it. Yeah, no, it it looks like it's gonna fund. Um,
3: so go give that guy all the money because he fucking needs it.
2: Now that now that it's too late to just take your money back. Hmm. You can't just deliver something that'll be just disappointing for thirteen thousand dollars. I don't know.
3: Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I actually don't know where this guy lives. Maybe he's maybe his burn rate is super low. Maybe I mean, he's is got it
1: just him is he not planning he's, he's not planning on hiring anybody and he's a guy that lives with his parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, then like you probably could make a game for $13,000 because really all you need is to license some music and could keep keep living at your parents' house.
2: I forget if you sign something when you start a Kickstarter that says that you're over 18. Huh. Right, because, like... I thought you were going to say living with your parents. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> if you're 16, you can open a bank account, right? Or maybe even 14, right? Like, you don't have to... How old is your I don't know.
1: My mom, my mom always worked at a bank, so I always had a bank account. Right. I think so, you can have a savings account in your name when you're, like, a baby.
2: Huh. So, if you could then link that to Amazon Payments or whatever, I guess now they're doing Stripe. If you can link that to Stripe, then you could run a Kickstarter when you're a baby... And you could just put a delivery date for like 21 years later. Except you wouldn't be able to okay. say it
1: right. So it'd be a Kickstarter.
2: And
1: everybody would be like, oh, it's adorable. I'm going to pledge to you a Kickstarter. And you're going to have to go to
3: Kickstarter.com or whatever. E-R-E-W, however you pronounce that. Yeah. Nintendo
1: has some bullshit about phones that nobody can possibly yeah, know what it means. Talking yeah. confusedly
3: well, I, I, about it. I think the important thing there is that Nintendo making games for not Nintendo platforms is always going to be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because so when you're talking about like uh platform exclusives, platform exclusives like first party games, um money spent on those games is basically double dipping because um, you're making the game, and you're also making something to sell the platform. So it's effectively uh, you're you're spending money that to do the the work of both making a cool game that is going to sell on its own right and to advertise the platform. Um, so it's a lot easier to justify large expenditures, um, and like extensive research projects, uh, and. If Nintendo's going to be making games for like iPhone, they're not going to give a shit.
2: Except if they're trying to grow their brand, right? Like, because
0: yeah. if you're like, "Oh, I love yeah, this game.
2: Where can I play still more care of this?" About the IP,
1: I'm yeah. Sure. I, I, mean, I mean, I hope you're right. Luigi Crush Saga. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. I forgot the most important game that I played this week.
0: What was that? Was Crush saga. I
1: was at a friend's house uh, having a party and noticed that he had the like r2d2 special xbox 360 and was that a that... case mod did he actually no it was a real one that they issued it was just like a special edition xbox 360 that they sold that came with a connect and came with star wars connect oh right and so okay. at this party we played the dance game in star wars connect yeah. yeah and it was the most fun that i have had playing a video game in years wow <laughs> As dumb as it is, like, fucking of course it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's a dance game where you're dancing with Han Solo and Darth Vader. Yeah, like, I mean, that that it, never looked like a bad idea. It, it just like, looks
3: incredibly dumb.
1: It, and it is, and it was fucking great. Uh, it you, was so really, really fun to for, play. I've never played Dance Central, yeah, but okay, now I've, I kind of want to. Yeah, Dance I Central, say though, I have said say, Dance Central is fun. It's a lot of fun. So trying to control anything with the Kinect was a fucking nightmare. Yep. Like playing that game was fine, but starting that game yep. and selecting songs <laughs> from the menu. It's fucking garbage. So bad that I cannot believe they actually shipped. Yeah. I don't know what that
3: product. I don't know the, 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 the interface that, uh, Connect Star Wars used for menus, but the, um, I will, I will say that Dan Central is also the best menu navigation I've ever seen in a Kinect game. Hmm. And which is not to say that it's
1: actually good, but it's passable. This might have been the first time I ever saw a Kinect. Yeah. I think it was. But we had, we had a great time. We took turns dancing, and there were Star Wars covers of pop songs. Yeah. Some of which I knew because they're from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I guess none of them are from the 90s.
0: What makes something a Star Wars Cover of a song.
1: Well, so like there was Holaback Girl, except it was Hologram Girl. <laughs> that song missed. That missed the this my Sith, this my Sith opportunity oh. by being this my ship, this my oh. ship. Oh. I know.
0: Oh, I know. Was it so, still being yes, oh
1: God, I don't remember. I was also really, really drunk. That might have been. That might have been why I was having such a good time. I forget what it, th- there was. Uh, uh, some Jamiroquai song that I didn't know. There was Princess in a Battle that is a cover of Genie in a Bottle. All right, uh, so it's sort of Britney Spears, except as you song
3: know, I it. think you have to Fantastic. pay more if you're going to record a parody. If you're going to for a, for a licensed song, I wonder if that's true. Hmm. If you're going to change the lyrics in the the co- the, the cover that you're licensing. On the other hand, maybe, it's, maybe since it's parody, they didn't have to pay any license fees to anybody.
2: Right. That's what I was wondering.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you know, Weird Al gets permission, but he doesn't have to. Right. That's why when Coolio is like, no, he's like, fuck you, Coolio. <laughs> fuck you, Leo. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened.
3: He said, "Fuck you." He came up with the portmanteau and like sent a, a a correction to the telegram.
1: Well, he had Arnold Schwarzenegger compose it, so <laughs> "Fuck You Leo" was an acrostic right. on it <laughs> on a very mildly worded letter
0: <laughs> of some
1: length. Okay, that's canon uh, now. Lana. Yeah. So you played for about three minutes. No, I played for 57 minutes, 56 minutes. Did oh, you... So you,
0: you didn't stop as soon as you ran into that wall.
1: No, no, no. Thing. I was just trying to explain to you one of the, there's a, there's a, basically the screen to the left of the start screen
2: mm-hmm.
1: completely destroyed my trust in the level designers to make it clear which things were impassable mm-hmm. and which oh, things yeah. weren't. Yeah. Which is, which is, a really important thing about a game like this. And Riff pointed out, and he showed me, on the Vita version, that wall's just not there. That invisible wall that looks exactly like <laughs> the background <laughs> is just not not a thing. Wait, really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. The level design uh, so like, is
1: different. Apparently, the, the Vita well, version just fixed a bunch of real bullshit. Well, fixed at one One thing that we know of, but it was a of. thing on the first screen that you go to. I also, you were right. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. How, how in a printed translation of a manual does it say, press up to go the radder? I also did not see that it's authentic to the 80s but but was the translator dictating it (laughs) like how the fuck does that happen
0: (laughs) maybe Mm, it was
3: like uh, maybe the localizer was like well I have to make this seem like an illiterate Japanese person wrote it in
2: the 80s and then guessed that was what they would do (laughs) I forgot Riff that you had told us to read the manual so the first like six lines of my notes about this game are like Where the fuck is the pause screen? What the fuck? Like, because I I was playing it on my Mac, right? Like, which the function keys don't. Work as function keys, oh. right? So yeah, I was yeah. I
0: have I have no idea what it's like. Oh god, I was so fucking whatever. pissed. And then I, like I couldn't figure out how to heal for the longest time. Like that wasn't even really the reason I suggested <laughs> you read the manual. Okay,
1: why did you suggest reading the the,
0: the two important pieces of information that are in the manual are is how the how the zones are constructed. How it's always a four by five.
1: Okay. Grid of squares that so are that moved was, around. That, that was irrelevant to my experience. Yeah,
0: that becomes very important because that's that's how you know how to find a lot of secret rooms. Huh. Okay. Does
2: everything always wrap up and down and side to side in that grid the way that that, that was described?
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other thing is the, the fact that certain combinations of software have gameplay effects.
1: Right. Huh. That also was – the thing that I learned – Yeah, which that, made that,
0: my, that in particular would not be uh, important if you're just playing the, the intro.
1: The thing I learned that made it possible for me to do anything was learning that you had to grind out a bunch of snakes to get the coins to buy some important UI before yeah, I, you go into the <laughs> temple. I
0: didn't end up having to – I feel like just – Busting all the pots outside. Yeah. I had enough to get everything except maybe the map and like a few pots in the in the first area. You can't okay. also you buy the, the map first time I went in. in, I
1: the first, I ass- in well, well,
0: the map reader. I
1: mean, oh uh, okay, right. I did not actually buy the map reader because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I just need the glyph reader and then the glyph translator or whatever, and yeah. then you can actually read the. At first, I went in and I was like, what the fuck? I still can't read them. Then I figured out the UI for to installing equip the yeah. software on yeah. the thing, which is like, oh, well, I, now I don't get these emails from this old man, I guess, while Wait. I'm doing this. Well, no, you, you, can, you, you can have equip- enough
0: memory space yeah. to equip both of that. You can equip all Not the programs. There-
1: thematically that uh, laptop is uh, really
0: fucking weird yes <laughs> you you buy another one with more memory space <laughs> right and, mean, and
1: that's fine i mean so that's a, that's a mechanic that i really enjoyed in tron 2.0 <laughs> like <laughs> only being able to take a certain amount of software and power-ups and stuff into a level but no i definitely bought more software no, you than didn't. would run no at once no not at the
2: beginning of the game you didn't Okay, Um, (laughs) because if you have a thousand megs of RAM or whatever to begin with,
1: every time I equipped one, it replaced another one. So I, yeah, I don't know. mm, That's
2: not how it's supposed to be.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, maybe I was just doing it wrong. uh, (laughs) I thought based on the first time that I went in, I did not realize that I thought that weights worked like keys in the legend of zelda as opposed to just a thing that you could have farmed before you came in here mm. by killing a bunch of birds but nothing inside the ruins drops them
0: no that's not true they do uh, yeah maybe not in that first area but there are things that drop
1: i mean i was just completely uh, stuck because every way every direction i wanted to go required weights. you can also buy them in and one I, of the shops in the village right but i couldn't get back to the exit uh, like I, I that fell, was my problem
2: with the first with the first level is
1: like i fell down into yeah. some area that i couldn't figure out how to get back out the, of.
0: the first the first level has the uh the holy grail which lets you warp to any of those save tablets if you can and fucking if you can when, fucking make any progress that, before you die that makes die, things a lot easier
2: <laughs> yeah like i i i have not i have gotten a lot to a lot of different areas in that first i don't know what 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 you call what they call that first zone the gates of gates guidance. Of guidance yeah. yeah, like I, but I kept dying and losing all of my progress. It was just like the, the death penalty is so severe at the very beginning. Mm. That it's it, it super frustrating game, but I don't have anything
1: good to say. It,
0: about it, it definitely requires like, it's a little bit more dark soulsy in the in the combat in that you have to. But you, the, you really can't charge in the you stuff that was killing me wasn't the,
2: the combat. It stuff. was like. Like falling uh,
1: onto spikes. And, oh, up
2: yeah. Up. It was accidentally whipping something. And then like the eyeball zapping me or it was, mm. uh, I was like, Oh, there's something on the ceiling here. Is that a switch? No, it's a thing that just instantly kills you. Okay. Well, fuck. Right. Cause I had full health and I just got smashed by some trap. That's a, you know, like a oh, it's falling that. stone or whatever. Okay. But it was yeah. like the first time I'd seen it. And I had like, I had been playing for an hour since the last time I'd been able to save. Right. Like, mm a game that has a bunch of secrets and like encourages you to explore and experiment fucking punishes you pretty brutally for doing those very things sometimes yeah,
0: but but sometimes at the beginning yeah but as you the, like the, 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 the rewards the rewards for getting past those things are
2: are the pretty, ability to
0: pretty powerful ease of life and yeah and
2: helpful but stuff. like you have to get there it's ah it's like it the curve is so screwy
1: right i mean like, i i think this does have that dark souls kind of thing where it's like this sucks so you'll feel good when you're finished with it so
3: <laughs> my my experience with this was very actually different from dark souls where dark souls is about um banging your head on specific combat encounters Whereas I, you know, I died in combat, but I, that wasn't what was blocking me from progress. Like I was, and I, I also the
1: platforming is just terrible. Yeah. yeah um, the jumping, Jesus Christ. It is.
0: It, it takes some getting
1: used to. It is just bad. It is even bad. I've gotten to it, used to it and, and I, mean, I,
0: I like it now. Really? It's once, once you get a handle on it, you've
1: got. The fact pre- that you can't it's, adjust it's, course it's, in midair when you're falling is just. Well, it's, it's just it's, so they can put bullshit traps in. It's like, not even that. Like you, there are weird circumstances have pretty under precise which you can't ad- Just course once and other
3: circumstances where you can't. If you've got it. And well, it's the cir- completely it's, arbitrary. Y-
0: no, it's, you, can, you have jump control if you actually jumped. If you fell or if you're hit,
1: then, well, you, then you you have lose jump control. control once you get near the top of your jump. If you jumped, yeah, which right, like annoying. it's it's sort of like Castlevania jumping, except there's a limited window where you can adjust your speed in midair, which is. Just fucking crazy. Not not like, being
2: able to jump and then la- the- like climb a ladder from the top of your jump is yeah, really and yeah, yeah.
1: like, yeah. like the compi- Or, or like, even I jump off even, a ladder. I am even angrier at Casey Wiederman <laughs> for talking about how bad Spelunky is and how good this game is when we were trying to tell every tell the world that Spelunky was awesome, because man
3: <laughs> This this game it turns out is not very like Sp- the whip actually is very similar, but that's it. And also, like... the there, ana- there are bats. There are bats. Oh, and God, the bats are the There are worst. skeletons. And That's you look like kind like of like Indiana Jones. You yeah. push a
1: thing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 thematically, it's
3: similar. There's no laptop in Spelunky.
1: The laptop um, is such a weird...
3: It It is. It's super weird. I, I actually didn't get to the part I was going to talk about, though, um, which is that my what blocked me on this game was that people, people have been talking, like, in the forum thread about puzzles... And I did not get to. I played for like two or three hours, and I got. Yeah, I never I, found a puzzle. I did not get to a point where perceived any puzzles.
2: Like the, did you not consider the the block that you had to figure out how to push it from the far side? I as a puzzle. Guess I didn't see that block.
3: Okay, is
1: that the one like where it's on a like a fucking like a particularly tricky bubble bobble level is a puzzle because <laughs> your jump is bullshit. Where and was you can't
2: that? Get- it's in the pit of despair or yeah, whatever
3: that's there's, called. There's,
0: there's a block that you can't push until you get to the other side of it, which you can only get by discovering a secret door, basically.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, may, I guess I didn't get to the point where I perceived that as a puzzle. Okay. And also, so, I, I mean, mean,
0: there's,
2: there are, there like, there was a, you know, fairly early in the dungeon, there's, like, an enclosed space with two chests in it. And, like, there's no obvious way to get into that. And then there is – if you, like, are looking at the map and you look, you're figuring out what, where things are connected, there's a ladder that leads up into that enclosed space. But the platform to get up there is too high to jump up to. Okay. So, like, that's – there's some kind of puzzle going on there. I did not actually solve that one yet. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. how to look at the map. I found it and I installed it. Yeah. I, I ran it
3: in my computer. Yeah. It was in RAM. Yeah, pause. You have to hit the pause button. But you, uh, is that different from the open the yep. menu button? Okay, yes, it is.
1: The way this game played reminded me of all of the things that were bad about Kid Icarus, <laughs> like the dungeon. The <laughs> like you push parts. down
3: accidentally and just fall through the platform. <laughs> the well, eggplant and- wizards.
1: And, like, the number of things where it's like, well, I missed this jump, so I guess I have to go through these nine rooms with respawning enemies again that aren't, like, challenging enough to actually be fun, but are just challenging enough that you have to be careful so that I can try to make this jump again. And, like, you know, to the point where... It seemed almost like a deliberate reference to Kid Icarus where, okay, here's some weird-shaped mirror that has a bunch of blob snakes pouring out of it at a high enough rate that you can never jump across without having the fucking bounce back stop you from going where you want to go. The the answer is
2: you don't actually want to jump across.
1: Okay, well, I couldn't figure... Like, that was where I got stuck the first time and just quit because I could not figure out how to get out of the three screens that I was stuck. Well,
2: because you actually wanted to fall down a pit. Okay. like, that's the thing, right? Like... So many of the places that you, like, are, I am super nervous about because you're like, I'm like, is there more game down below or do I just die? But you actually do. You want to fall down. You want to fall down further and keep, keep exploring and then come back up the other side, basically.
1: I mean, again, I'm not going to say that I think this game is bad because clearly it's not. Clearly a lot of smart people like this game a lot <laughs> and there's something in there to like, but I, it. I want to get over the fucking hump about not putting its best foot forward. Yeah, that's
2: that's my problem. Is it like there's I, I can I can tell that there's a fucking like obstacle, and I just need to get past it. But it like it is definitely put like a bit of a sour taste in my mouth because yeah. I I like the game, the sort of in theory, and I just need to power through I got, it.
1: I'm, I need to remember the number of times that I bounced off of Spelunky before we did it as an assignment. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
0: once once you get. The Holy Grail that lets you teleport back to, to town to where the yeah, the well, hot spring is. It, I, I'm it having opens a hard time up much much more easily because then you can go in and... Make some progress explore f- Yeah, explore yeah, yeah. for yeah. a few Jesus. rooms and save and, and make notes in your notebook that mines up to like 14 pages. <laughs>
3: I'm having a hard time imagining that I'm ever going to like a game that has platforming controls that are like this.
1: Yeah. You eventually get a double jump so it's like wow now I can do two horrible things instead of just one.
0: <laughs> I, I wonder are you guys playing on keyboard or controller? I'm playing keyboard. on a 360 pad. Okay. Because I, I mean on the Vita uh, while I definitely had to get used to it I, I now find no problem. With it's it entirely
2: possible that your game is just different right? Because if it's If it's a, yeah, you got the good version, is what
0: happened.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like they didn't change it that that much. The EX version was available on Steam, but when you search for that, it's like, when is this going to happen? So, wait, did they remake
3: it twice?
0: Yeah, the the remake is the one on Steam with the, the modern graphics and then. E, then, the, the, the ex remake is the, is the so vita
1: the fact version. that they the fact that they removed that stupid invisible wall it's not it's not screen, invisible it is the, it's it not is, it does not look like a wall I, it I, is the fucking ba- it is identical to the background tiles. it
3: looks like the edge uh, it looks like the background it looks like it, the edge it of is that
2: definitely very similar to the background but it is it, you can discern that it is a foreground element It is just, I mean, that was just, just, that was early enough. Sorry,
1: but I'm the one who gets to decide. No, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) it's,
2: It's just poor art direction, I think,
1: in that regard. But I mean, that's the problem, right? Like this, if this game is every screen has every pixel selected in the background, then you have to rely on them at every juncture. To have enough of a sense of that to make it clear what is being communicated about the game by these art assets and if that early it does this one bullshit thing for no reason right it's just like instead of walking across here i just have to jump over it and walk in from the other direction it's not hard it's not hard to figure out it's just like oh we just put a wall here for no reason and also it's invisible so
3: it being there right at the beginning of the game is supposed to send a message (laughs) <laughs> turn around like, oh now. this is bullshit <laughs> yeah, yes like expect bullshit from this game <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I mean I definitely got that message right. from it
0: well I'm, I'm super enjoying it I feel like the what one of the big things I want in a game when I like stop and think about what game I would make if I were a genius programmer and artist and all the stuff you need to make a game by yourself you don't have to be well, you know, if I were going to make the perfect game, right? But one of the things I would want is a game that's that has that feeling of being Indiana Jones, not in his role as an action dude beating up Nazis, but of researching these temples and yeah, a guy looking finding, for his father, finding the, fi- fi- finding the well. Actually, that's in this game too. I know that's why. I- yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and and solving these obscure ancient riddles and learning things about these ancient civilizations. And in that regard, it's this is straight how, up my alley.
2: How many people? when they fall in a pit and land on spikes take out their journal and write about <laughs> how they're about to die cuz that seems like it is the vast majority of people who decide to travel through this temple
0: oh the, <laughs> the all the all the little skeletons everywhere bemoaning their fates yep
3: <laughs> i also didn't get to the part where you talk to skeletons
0: you you you're you you scan them just scanner. like the other. Yeah, there's stuff. one on the
1: outside. Oh, and I you didn't get a buy map. a scanner. That was my problem. And yeah, you I have, to, know, you have yeah. to buy one. Yeah,
0: you have to have the scanner.
1: Yep, that's one of the UI elements you have to grind for. In <laughs> <And the> beginning,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm about I think about 20 hours in, and I've I've gotten to the point where I'm running up against what I think is probably the first big and pretty obscure puzzle in the game. Hmm. So, but. Dis, despite not really knowing what I'm supposed to do next uh, I, I get on it and play for a few hours just going through the rooms that I'm already familiar with just to you know looking around and making sure I didn't miss any, uh, anything and I'm still finding new things every time I play like huh, pretty yeah. much every time I play yeah, I, I find game, another secret room I didn't find before and the get the game you describe and, sounds amazing and, yep but you you just kind of have to get over that hump well
3: i i also just like don't fucking want to pl- i don't want to play the game i'm playing <laughs> it's did, <laughs> did you ever play eg jim no i didn't uh, well yeah, no i did i, I just remember.
2: didn't get very far it's that is a really good game yeah
3: too. yeah it's, and
1: i mean definitely you you know, you colon EG colon colon Riff colon LaMulana, right? Like, <laughs> okay. You wait, got yeah, super wait, wait, into it. I got super into- EG? into EG. Oh, I see. Yes. Sorry, you, Kevin. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: no, I I, parsed, I just parsed that now. Yeah.
0: Which game was that? That was the we,
2: the very lo fi platformer that was sort of
1: system shock like style. kind of like another world. It, you were like a girl and you had got guns and there were the there were power-ups oh, okay, and okay. It was there like were a not two, very many platformer. enemies but they were really tough. Yeah, as right. soon as you say there's a girl okay. protagonist that narrows it down yeah. to like 3 games. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, so it was Beyond Good and Evil. Right, yes. <laughs> uh oh oh, oh oh all the Metroids. I yeah. gave I gave uh-huh. uh, sisters
2: I gave <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil to Melissa for Christmas, and she's been playing a little bit of
0: it here and there. That was
2: a pretty good game. It's such a, I l- remember it's such a good it. game.
0: I like that one. Uh, I hope that. Ooh, excuse me. I hope they're still working on the sequel.
1: I like it. I just bounced off of it both times that I tried to play it at about the same place.
0: Hmm. That's too bad because it's
1: it, it
2: like is fun and has a good story and I, the camera mechanic is cool throughout and stuff. Uh, and a garage. <laughs> yep. Mama Go Garage.
1: Well, I think I will you, Riff, try trying. to continue playing yeah. this game.
2: It's it is unfortunate that it is Windows only because I just don't boot into Windows very often. But you
1: can play it just when you're uh doing the accounting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reward. No, it's like a punishment <laughs> for doing no more accounting. Uh Um Actually, it's a thing you could do to make doing the accounting seem great. <laughs> like, I'm going to boot into Windows and play Mulana until I feel like I can allow myself to stop playing La Mulana and <laughs> do some ba- book balancing. What's our next assignment, Riff?
0: Are we going to do the thing I suggested? Yes. We are going to uh, – uh, similar to how uh, Watch Out for Fireballs did a, uh, a Choose Your Own Adventure and Game Books episode recently – uh, we're going to go ahead and do one of the ones that uh, that they missed, which was um, Ryan North's To Be or Not To Be, uh, which is a choose-your-own-adventure of Hamlet. And it is out on iOS and Android and Mac and PC and Linux via Steam and Humble. So you could, no matter what you've got, you can probably play it.
3: Or you could just read the book.
0: Or you could read the book. It also exists as a physical book.
2: The book is actually cheaper than the app, in certain platforms.
0: The app, the app has some musics and fanfares and, I and some nice touches okay. and stuff.
1: Would you guys like to uh, listeners mail? Yeah. Yes. Alex writes: I think I heard Kevin's voice on the Space Chem postmortem at GDC. Was that you?
2: <laughs> it was. That's funny. That's huh. a, a friend of mine from high school texted or tweeted at me and said that they also heard me from that mm. that was and that's from like two years ago
1: and then that so. continues was zach barth awesome and i'll answer this one yes he was and continues to be yeah zach is a great he is a cool cool guy is it weird he says that you guys are so ubiquitous in my subconscious that you really stick out when i randomly come across a recording of a gdc talk yeah, i guess so that's good kevin's got a kevin's got a distinctive was that at voice
2: the, at the q a it was. Like, I think it was either a, a postmortem or a Q and A. Like it was at the Q and A. Yeah, at the postmortem. Yeah. Right. He, yeah. He did like a a presentation about Space Kim, and I asked, "What about did you the, ask him?" I asked him about the plot, whether it came first or was tacked on later.
1: Um, and what did he say?
2: He said that uh, it was. Cons- I forget what what his specific answer was, uh, but that it was definitely something that was worked on while the game was being made. It wasn't something that came afterwards. So, because I think his wife did the story. She does like she did the story for Infinifactory and stuff too. She mm. does all that writing. I need yeah. to get
3: back I, to that. I, I can't okay. remember any examples, but this is actually something that's happened to me quite frequently: is going to something in the GDC Vault and then hearing one of my friends ask a question during Q and A. Yeah,
1: Roger says. Not to say that you guys sound like you're in a cult, but the recent thing where every mention of Peter Molyneux's name is followed by all of you chanting, such a shame, makes it sound exactly like you're in a cult. So are you in a cult? Make a, a, make a super cut of that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> such a shame. Uh, hmm, yeah, I don't remember that happening. Yeah, and I don't remember joining a cult. Well, uh, you wouldn't.
0: You, well, but... that would explain these robes, though.
1: <laughs> G- give, it, yeah. give, it, give it a couple months. The photos of Peter Molyneux on my wall. The the fact that I've started smoking forty packs of Galois a day and just emptying all of the ashes into my keyboard. I've
0: got this uh, weird tattoo. T- t-
1: does Peter Molyneux have a weird tattoo? No. I was, or do you have a weird, have a weird tattoo, tattoo of, Peter of, of Peter Molyneux? It's mm. weird
2: that you that your envision of this cult is that everyone acts like Peter Molyneux.
1: <laughs> oh, mine. Yeah. Well, that's what else would you do? Like. Uh, like the Branch Davidians. They all acted like David <laughs> Koresh. <laughs> right? Um, let's see. Jolly Red Giant says, In the news is the launch of the new WoW token, which will allow players to purchase a token for real-world currency and sell it in the auction house for in-game gold to someone who can then redeem it for one month of playtime. Discuss? I mean, it's exactly like Eve, Eve. yeah. Or Wildstar, right? I
0: think the only difference is that they're not... Uh... I don't know how Wildstar works but the only difference to Eve is that they don't exist as like inventory objects that could be That can be destroyed, destroyed. Yeah. yeah
1: that's that was pretty cool um Sam says, so I heard about an art dealer that decided to hide a million dollar treasure leaving clues in a poem. Have you guys considered getting some extra funding by solving this puzzle hunt? Yeah, and then he links to this thing, the Fen Treasure. This guy thought he was dying and so he hid like a million dollars worth of gold and jewels in a copper treasure chest and then wrote a poem about it. And it then seems he didn't really die? super empty. No, he did no not then die. he didn't die and so now he's just sort of waiting for somebody to find it and occasionally giving hints. <laughs>
0: Nobody ever found the lost treasure of Dutch Schultz either.
1: Was that a real thing?
0: Uh, Apparently. Uh, It's it's not super confirmed, but it's known that before he died, he had a lot of money and had bought like a high security safe. And no one found the safe or the money after he died. And people that were like Confederates of his reported that he buried it in upstate New York somewhere dig up all of
1: new york yeah that seems like a thing you should do anyway (laughs) and then pave it once you've dug it up yeah brandon says why don't you guys advertise zapcon more on the podcast i don't remember hearing anything about it and i apparently missed pre-registration i'm flying down from portland so i hope i'm not boned no you didn't miss pre-registration we just hadn't opened it yet (laughs) oh Uh, it's open now. Yeah. Hey, ZapCon. ZapCon.com. It's an arcade and pinball show that we do in Phoenix every year. This year, it's at the Mesa Convention Center, April 18th and 19th. Mm. Buy tickets online at ZapCon.com. I think- Promotion.
3: The, the reason we don't do that sort of thing more often is I think everybody on the podcast hates advertising. Yeah. yeah. So- And promotion.
2: And
1: it's, I also is it weird don't when it's like, stuff
2: that we're doing, though?
1: I also don't like saying the same thing twice. I feel like oh, if yeah, I- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which I know you have to get over. You just have to. What What? don't you because like, Zach? Saying the same... Mm, <laughs> you thought you were going to trick me. I, you know, if I email somebody and I don't hear back from them, I think, well, I guess they hate me.
0: I guess they're dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess that they're dead to me. Yeah. I'm dead to them. Right? And so, you know, we never get any press to pay any attention to our video. I mean, that's probably because our video games are terrible, but it's also a lot of times because we'll email people once and think, oh, well, obviously what happened is that they read it and hate us. Hearing hearing people that
2: are successful talk about how they had to email the press like uh, dozens of times, basically, and
1: that they have... But I don't even want to tweet about the same thing twice because I think... Well, if I were following me on Twitter, I would just see the same thing twice. Yeah, and that would yeah, drive me nuts because well, I read my entire feed. But most people don't do that.
3: The trick there is to come up with a new thing to say about it. Yeah.
1: Mm. Hey, guys, have you heard we're doing an arcade and pinball show called ZapCon? There's an Atari lounge, it's going to have lava lamps. Oh, I'm man. Percy of Data Vortex. You-
3: are you going to sue Jeff Minter in there? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're going to
1: we're going to invite him. Say, "Hey, do you want to talk at Zapcon?" And he'll say, "Sure," and he'll come talk, and we'll say, "There are no talks at Zapcon. We just lured you here to sue you." Oh, there's no <laughs> talks at Zapcon? There are. Oh, okay. Are not there? Are there? I thought there were.
0: I mean, there were pinball talks last year. No talking yeah, they,
1: at they
3: Zapcon. Do. You heard it here first.
1: <laughs> I don't know that we really that aspect of the show didn't really take off. You know, we did like movie screenings and then there were like four people in there. So it was like, you know, "Oh, was,
2: it, I never went to one. So I don't yeah, know. no, I
1: didn't know. Neither did anybody else They it'll be a little easier here at the Mesa convention center because it, the whole event is on one floor. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause the space which, was
2: pretty confusing.
1: Yeah. The space was weird. In order to go to the bathroom from the previous year's ZapCon venue, where the main arcade floor was, you had to go up an elevator and then down an escalator (laughs) to get to a bathroom. (laughs) No, that was, I guess, to get to the bar. The bathroom was just up an elevator. Yeah. Um, Alex says, an Escape the Room uh, game recently opened where I live, Calgary. I know you guys have been to a couple of these, so what kind of puzzles can I expect? What kind of puzzles do you like best for something like this? Any tips? You know, they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, if it's a Japanese one, it'll probably be a lot of just doing a random crossword puzzle or some shit, and the, maybe there will be a thing you have to fold. There's there's a whole
2: set of them that's that's basically just a lot of locks of different kinds that you have to open in one way or the other, and there's yeah, and then keys and codes, codes and, and stuff hidden around. The, yeah. Um, um, the best ones are, like, there's some sort of story and all the puzzles sort of fit yeah. in the narrative. Um but those are few and far between in our experience.
1: They don't, you know, if you are a puzzle person, the puzzles tend to not be that hard. Sure. Coordination yeah. is tricky. The, yeah,
2: yeah. The, the trick is the trick is doing it in the in the super short time limit.
1: Yeah, yeah and go with, with people with that you group. know and yeah. have worked on stuff with.
2: That helps a lot, and yeah. a lot of verbal communication. Like when you find something, say something, and don't don't be afraid
1: to take charge of a thing. Yeah. Right. Like, if, and if there's a. If there's like, a and if somebody like else puzzle. decides to take charge of everything, don't fuck with them. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, just let people take roles.
0: Yeah. And ha- everybody, like, needs to be very vocal about what their particular skills are. Like, if you see something that's definitely in your wheelhouse, you should probably be the person working on that.
1: Or, you know, you find, all right, I found an R in a circle. If anybody sees another letter in a circle, let me know because I'm collecting all the letters that are in circles or whatever.
2: Turns out that that Uh, was just a registered trademark.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I found a U in a circle. I think that means this mustard is kosher. (laughs) Um, Alex also writes, ethical question. Say a child rapist made a video game that you enjoy. Are you immoral if you pirate it, depriving him of his profit? I like to think that artists should be separated from their work until uh, I start thinking about it, maybe. I don't, I mean, I feel like probably every culture has... Something like the aphorism, two wrongs don't make a right, hmm. or an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind, or a pirated video game for a raped baby <laughs> doesn't help anybody do what anything. If,
3: what if the game is about raping babies? Stealing a
1: game doesn't unrape a baby.
3: On <laughs> um, the other hand, they... like, just do what you fucking want, man. Just <laughs> Wow, there are there are ways in which. Wait, are you talking to the guy that
1: made the game or the guy (laughs) that pirated the game? Because I wasn't he pirating the game for himself. Oh, oh, hmm. Oh, right. I'm asking for a friend who's right. (laughs) Your
2: uh, your exhortation to people to just continue pirating HBO made me a little sad, Jim.
3: I uh, actually it turns out that article was misinterpreting the announcement, so uh, yeah. it's You know what's weird? Anyway. Jim,
1: Jim, you do not make a living by selling stuff. Isn't it? I don't think it's weird. I mean, no, I'm saying it... So, oh. like, as soon... I feel like Kevin and I had the exact same experience where as soon as we reached a point in our lives where our livelihoods depended on selling creative stuff, uh-huh. we both immediately became staunchly anti-piracy
3: yeah but you can't pirate the item of the month
1: no but i'm saying we both stopped pirating music and well i i think i I mean i I
2: was a photographer first right so like so people people taking taking and reusing photographs is something that they do all the fucking time and photographers are constantly being screwed out of income because people just assume that it's okay yeah and that
3: you know I mean, what stopped me from pirating was that I had an income. Like, it wasn't like getting a job selling things or or making my money that way. It was just getting a job. And I think that was the correlation for me.
1: I mean, I guess that might have been the correlation for me, too. It just happened at the same time. Right. Because I don't feel bad about stealing porn, you know, and it's the exact same fucking thing. And sure. I don't know why it's different. Like, Because oh, no just... one
3: respects sex workers i guess i mean that that really i really do think that's what it is like like it's
1: (sighs) although the sex workers are not the ones making the money from sales of porn, people people
3: use the words to mean different things but like no one respects the porn industry yeah and yeah it's a it's a weird thing
2: even though it's done so much good for us like give us the internet
1: yeah and, and VHS, and VHS, VHS tapes yeah. oh, good. DVDs and the telephone network I I don't know and
2: and uh and the alphabet the first, the, you know, the first thing that was ever yeah.
1: said over the telephone was Watson I need a hand job come over here
0: the early telegraph
1: porn was kind of strange <laughs> dot dot <laughs>
0: those are nipples
1: that's what that's what they said
2: the, the pony express uh,
1: the bologna the pony Donkey express, express. <laughs> Hmm. it's just yeah
2: it's just the cobblestones
1: i don't the article i mean so i certainly think that if you if you don't think that a child rapist should get money for making a video game it is definitely a stronger move to not play and delight in the experience of that rapist's (laughs) video game than it is to steal it and have your cake and eat it too stronger in what that's, sense i don't know just feels better to me sure sure <laughs> that, it feels more justifiable to me that's it feels the thing. Like it's like
3: oh, it, oh no it feels HBO. like you're actually
1: making a sacrifice for your beliefs and that's that's the thing that i like when but, i but get it's a
3: sacrifice that doesn't affect the world in any way what, what do you mean it doesn't
2: affect the world
3: in any if way? you're you not playing the game you not buying the game and not playing the game versus you not buying the game and playing the game Like, the rapist will never know.
1: Here's the way that it affects the world. It makes your convictions mean something if you're actually willing to, to suffer even the slightest inconvenience for them. As opposed to it being exactly equivalent to you just... Stealing it because you're an asshole. Well, that's happening. Not that's it because happening. An asshole. Well, and and that's I mean, fine, mean that like, happens in right, your but, head. Not right, but everything happens in your head. Like you're, <laughs> you know what? Everything that ever happens is equivalent because we're all gonna die, and it will be exactly as if none of this ever happened. <laughs> okay, right? let's talk about so, that now. <laughs> at a certain, at a certain point, at a certain point, like the constructs that we have in our head of what reality is are the only things that reality is. And so, I mean, I think ethics—the concept of ethics, like
3: the the reason it exists—is to be something. It's with respect to other people, as opposed to just something that makes you happy or you or you feel something in general. I think that ethics doesn't even make sense if you're if you're the only person in the world.
1: So right, you but can't... that's not what I that's not what I'm suggesting. What, what I'm saying is I trust someone's motivations more. I trust someone's principles more if I see that they are willing to forego pleasure for the sake of their principles. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's a thing. Like you can say, I'm only stealing HBO because I think that they have an obligation to provide it to me in a way that's convenient, and if they would just make it possible for me to buy their television shows a la carte, then I would buy them, but I disagree with their practices, so I'm going to steal their shit and watch it. That is equivalent to, I wanted to watch this, and I didn't want to pay for it, so I stole it. Hmm. Whereas if you don't watch it, then I believe that that those are the actual grounds for your objection, because there are no other possible grounds, <laughs> right? Like you could have just stolen this and you didn't. So the the fact that you're not consuming it actually means something because you chose not to do the easy thing that benefited you the most. You chose to do the principled thing. That's how I feel about it, at least. And I, and I,
3: I agree to some extent. I certainly think that I, I, I certainly don't think that people who um, watch HBO shows, well, so people who, who decide that since they can't buy HBO shows under, under the circumstances that they would prefer, they watch them anyway, I don't think these people are taking a principled stance. So I, I agree with you to that extent. But I also, like, I don't see... I don't know how to finish that sentence. I'll finish it in the show notes, where he can't respond to it. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: his forum. (laughs) Oh
3: shit! (laughs) No, I mean, I'll I'll finish it in the show notes, and then you you go in and edit my statement to make me sound like even more of an asshole. You
1: know, I've I've talked about this so much that I that like I don't, I don't trust my own impression. Like, I don't trust my own impressions. As truth, I certainly trust my own impressions as guidelines for w- how I'm going to behave. Sure. You know, and as you should. And it's, I'm not nearly as impassioned about it as I used to be, mostly because I'm getting old and I just don't feel things as strongly anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. It, it's like, <sighs> yeah. It, I believe people more. If they are willing to suffer a little bit for the things that they're claiming are important to them. Uh Yeah. And while maybe that's stupid, I'm going to keep doing it because it feels right to me.
3: I I think you should make those judgments. Yeah. I think that's perfectly reasonable.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody else how they should live their lives. Well, except I am. Yeah, I feel like... Don't men lay with other men because that's sinful.
2: I feel like it is our job as cultural critics to tell everyone else what to do.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. But honestly, my reaction to that particular ethical conundrum is like who gives a shit, man? Just do what you want to do.
1: I mean, he's going to anyway, right?
3: Yeah. Like it it really just it has no bearing on anything but how you feel about yourself.
2: And I I think I think it is I think it is a weak justification to use something that you don't like about somebody else as a justification for stealing from them. Um, whether that thing is something that most people wouldn't like about them, right? Like just, just don't, just don't use their service
1: if you don't like them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty much my stance on it.
1: Well, it's turned into a real downer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I forgot. Alex, Alex, you guys, uh, Kevin, if somebody wanted to send us a listener's mail, they should idiot. go to our website,
2: videogameshotdog.com. And on that website, you can find all kinds of treasures, uh, skeletons to slay, uh, f- web forms to fill out where you can ask questions or, or I've send comments. Able
3: to slay the skeleton. It's always there. Mm-hmm. It's just,
2: you just haven't learned how, you just haven't learned how to play yet. Yeah. In-
3: you got to inspect element, and then, uh, slay element, the- uh, install and some new software on my laptop. It's an, just yeah, change the, change the Chrome the, the extension button, the which is the not the same as the, yeah. to like a
1: pile of bones. GIF. <laughs> That's uh, a good idea. <laughs> it's gotta be one of those somewhere. And then you've slain the skeleton. You, you can also sort it.
2: Try tweeting us at VG hot dog, or you can email us VG dog at gmail.com. But, uh, the web, the web form is, uh, this is the most reliable.
3: Or you can tweet me personally, because apparently I'll do that. I'll just read your tweets aloud
1: on air sometimes. (laughs) That's true. That's fine. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Gentlemen, I've had a fantastic time recording episode number 190 of Video Games Hot Dog with you, and I hope we do another one real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you do, keep your leg in the toy box and keep idolizing the washing machine. This ring, this fucking gummy ring. My whole hand is green now. Did you
2: eat it? (laughs) No. What happened to it? (laughs) it's changed oh no alright have a great week everybody (laughs) well because it's where their mouth is
4: Oh. oh yeah